All right, well, hello and welcome back to Goalie Talk. This is episode two. My name is Jamie Nugabauer. This is Riley Kahanek, the TELUS Cup champ, Riley Kahanek. I don't know if he's got like a championship belt somewhere in his bedroom, but uh, also now a junior A goaltender for the Notre Dame Hounds. Uh, I got to ask you, Riley, first of all, about that TELUS Cup uh, opportunity. You know, it's an event that uh, not too many people get to be a part of, and, and uh, what a special one it was for you guys to to come away out of Sudbury uh, with that win. Uh, just, you know, take me through it, the emotions, how it felt to get jumped on in, the, in, the, in, the, in your crease there after winning a championship, the release that you felt. What was the experience like? Uh, it was great, you know, once in a lifetime, obviously, like you said, not too many people get to experience that. And um, even though we went on the run that we did, there were still lots of close games, and we still uh, found our way uh, in tight situations. So it was just a... Uh, once a lifetime, and it was a great experience overall. Yeah, of course, and for those that don't know, Riley on this team that was uh, on the, the Notre Dame Hounds AAA last year and brought two teammates, Nolan Renwick and Cole Stevenson, uh, with him. You know, how cool has it been to uh, get a chance to uh, to continue the ride, I guess, with those two guys? I know I asked you that in the podcast version, but uh, for those that don't listen to the podcast version, uh, you know, how cool has it been to have Nolan and uh, Cole around here too? Uh, it's been great. You know, a couple familiar faces, uh, teammates I've had obviously the year before it's nice uh just chemistry and I already know some guys in the locker room and just another friend on the team yeah for sure and everybody out there make sure you check out the Notre Dame teammates episode that uh Riley did with uh Nolan Renwick too is kind of my guinea pigs as I was trying to figure it out technically but uh you know uh, I do like to do these episodes specifically to talk about goaltending and uh, my first question sort of with that regard is uh, how would you classify yourself? I know in this day and age, lots of guys are what they call butterflies. And then, you know, I was listening to Spittin' Chicklets on the way here and they were talking about Martin Brodeur kind of being a hybrid. And, and obviously there's you know Dominic Hasek who just completely wings it and it seems to work for him. You know, how would you kind of classify yourself if you do? Uh, I'd say butterfly. I'd say I'm a pretty technical goalie. I don't make a very big uh, desperation saves. I like to keep it technical and calm. So... I'd say that's my gameplay. For sure. What is the hardest save uh, like for you to make in terms of, uh, not in terms of like, you know, giving another team tips, because I don't know how many teams watch things like where to shoot on, right? I'm not asking that. I mean, like, in terms of like, where does it hurt the most or where do you get the most like kind of sore afterwards? Is it the, is it the, is it the one through a crowd or is it like the one T like through the seam or what, which one are you like, oh man, this one? Uh, yeah, probably like a one-timer with a screen or something because it's hard enough, like you can't really, you got to find it still, let alone it's a one-timer, it's coming at you hard and you're still moving, so I'd say those ones are pretty tough to get. Yeah, no doubt, uh, don't uh, don't envy you, uh, you know, obviously it's a situation where it's, it's you look good uh, for a moment, if you're like, oh, okay, well, great, you made the save, but if you look bad, people are just like talking about it for a while, that's got to be tough. Do you ever feel... Like, uh, you know, I, I guess how do you approach the goaltending position mentally? Because, you know, obviously you're out there alone. And I talked about this with uh, with Andrew Henderson. You, you, you make a mistake and it, it almost seems like, and it's not true actually, but it must feel like when you make a mistake, it's a bigger mistake than everybody else's mistake. You know, it, and that's unfair to you as a human being, let alone like just another player on the team. And, and obviously, like, you know, it goes up on the scoreboard right away, whereas, like, a forward makes a mistake, you know, it's just, okay, next shift we'll try better, or a D, you know. So how do you deal with mistakes uh, yourself? How do you deal with maybe a game that you, you wish you had back? Uh, what, what's your process for that? Uh, I just kind of look back at it, like, learn what you can uh, from the goals you land, obviously. But 
Um, after I let one in, I just kind of tell myself, like, there's nothing you can do about it now. There's no point of being mad. So the faster you get over it, the better you're going to do. don't want to cave in. So that's kind of what I tell myself. For sure. Uh, and then another thing, you know, obviously I got to talk to you about, and it's uh, obvious for those that, you know, watch, is that, you know, obviously you're switched to the way most goalies uh, play. I don't know I don't know if there's a technical term. I know they, like, in skateboarding, they call it riding goofy. Is there a technical term uh, for uh, goalies? Some people call it southpaw. Well, southpaw, yeah, just because yeah. you're, you're left-handed. You're left-handed when you write and everything, yeah. too. Yeah. Fair enough. Does, how, does that make any sort of impact in, in terms of the way you prepare or the way that, you know, guys prepare? Or is there is there anything at all that's that's different about that other than just simply the fact that you catch with... You know the opposite hand. Uh, I, I I think I prepare the same as most goalies would ever. I just don't really put into account which way I catch. Sure. I just yeah, the for same sure. Either but way. I mean, in terms, like also in terms of like you know talking to you know forwards on your team. I, I know. For, so for example, the comparison I would use is I don't know if you're a baseball fan, but um, like Marcus Stroman of the Blue Jays would talk to like the Blue Jays hitters and be like, you know what what uh, you know what kind of disrupts you, what kind of bothers you, and I feel like pitching and goaltending kind of. Have like a, a similarity. You're kind of there on your own and and whatnot to a degree. Uh, do they talk about you know how it's a little bit weird or different to, yeah. to shoot on a goalie? That's yeah, a there's different. some kids who say like uh, they, if they don't have their head up or something, they're shooting. They're like, oh, I thought I was shooting glove side, and here they shot blocker side on me. They didn't want the rebound or they wanted the rebound. It's just a little different for them, I guess. Yeah, that's got to be. Uh, that's got to feel like you know to, to to mess up a guy's mind just a little bit. Yeah. Probably got to be a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> got to be a good feeling for you uh, a couple more questions you know um i i guess it would be uh you know a, an easy thing for you to come into this year and say you know i am the young guy there's a 20 year old you know obviously andrew's a great goalie and a great guy uh you know but but clearly you don't seem to approach it that way. I'll, I'll let you, like, talk about how you approach, are approaching this year in that regard. You know, just, you know, obviously there's, um, you know, there's only one goalie that can play each game, but, uh, and, uh, you know, Andrew's, Andrew being maybe a 20-year-old, maybe Phil will give him, you know, maybe first crack once in a while, but then there's big, big games you've played in, uh, especially lately, you know, against the bigger teams. Uh, you know, how do you kind of approach, um, you, know, you know, whether, you know, whether you're a backup or not a backup or a 1A or a 1B or, or you know, you're, you're challenging for Andrew's spot or, but you also want to be supportive to Andrew. Because how, how do you kind of, in, from your perspective, how do you kind of deal with all that? What's your approach to all that? Um, yeah, I like to, obviously, Andrew being a 20-year-old, I want to learn what I can from him. He's been playing junior for a little bit more. But um, I also want to prove myself and uh, get as much ice as I can and uh, challenge Andrew. I think if we both challenge each other, it'll just make make for better results healthy challenge or whatever so um that's kind of the way i look at it just challenge each other so we do better as goaltending partners and then i also just want to prove myself uh, as much as i can get as much ice as i can for sure okay a couple more uh, questions more, a little bit more on the on the lighter side i guess which player on the team i asked uh, andrew i don't know if so actually you said that you didn't really watch it so there you go <laughs> seward there you go. I'll cut that out of the video. <laughs> cut that out of the video. <laughs> um, all right. Um, who on the team, other than Andrew, obviously, would you think would make a good goalie and why? Um, I'd say maybe uh, Cole Stevenson, maybe. He's a big, bigger guy, a big, lanky guy, so... 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, fair enough. Uh, he, you know, that was actually the same answer that uh, really? that Hendy gave, and yeah. that's a good uh, that's a good uh, one. And then uh, my last question for you, Riley, uh, as we as we end this up here, and I'll have to do some cutting because I'm like. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I, I always think about, and when I was younger, I loved. I was excited about the idea when the net was empty at the other end of the ice. You know, the you know Martin Brodeur, that was his era kind of thing. Like he would always shoot. He scored like I feel like he scored like five goals maybe. Uh, how much do you dream? How much do you think about uh, maybe scoring a goal, especially with the net net's empty at the other end of the ice? Uh, I think it'd be pretty sweet. Like obviously every goalie wants to do it, but I just don't know if I'd ever have the guts to try it out in a game. You know, it's one of those plays. that's like. If you try it, if you if you make it, you look like a superstar. But if you screw up, then it's not that great of a <laughs> play. So I uh, obviously dream of that'd be unreal, but I just don't think I'd ever try it in a game. Sure, sure, fair enough. And uh, what's your uh, what's your pregame meal? Uh, what's the best thing for you if you have a choice? I know I guess around here you don't usually have too much of a choice. But uh, what do you what do you kind of do? What's your approach in terms of you know how much you eat, what you prefer to eat, that kind of thing? Uh, I usually just eat like a lot of pasta, like well before the game, and then just kind of snack uh, as you get closer to the game. There you go. Yeah, I think I've seen you chew it on some granola bars and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. uh, on a regular basis. But anyways, Riley Kahanek, I really appreciate uh, you doing this with doing this with me. I, uh, I really appreciate you doing this with me. Uh, this has been uh, episode two of Goalie Talk. I'm Jamie. He's Riley. Thanks for joining us, folks.